Stand by for pre-show banter. Oh, this pre-show banter is going to be sick. Just wait till you hear this banter. Messages. Hello! The stream will be able to hear us in five seconds. Well, then I better get all my cursing out of the way now. <clears throat> Here we go. Aww. Cursing. Ready? Um, what do I want to say? Kind of cursing. Ass rectum. Knobhead. Welly head. Just cock. I don't know. Um, let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. We ready? Yeah. Yay. Then away we go. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Your attention, please. will tell you about every single game that you play this week. Reviews and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Duke with sound by Savior. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. Yourself. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. I like the beats and shouting. Yeah. Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Okay, like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Hello and welcome to episode 501. 501 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 501. Here we go again, people. We're doing this for another 500 episodes. Yep. God. Yes, indeed you do. Do we really have to do this? Hey, yeah. shout out to Red Van Man 12. Thank you. I appreciate you being in touch, David. Uh, my bad. You're right. I'm going to watch it. He knows what I'm talking about. Moving on. Okay. I'm Duke. We are not military veterans. We're veterans of the gaming lifestyle. No. I'm Stu, and I'm not a military veteran either. And I do play the occasional game. I'm Chinny, and I once played a game that involved armies and stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not a veteran. But I am a veteran gamer, and this is streamed live on YouTube, uh, usually at 9pm on a Sunday. Um, but tonight is not a Sunday, it's a Monday. That's right. Uh, Suck it, people who like a pattern and a schedule. That's right. Um, yeah, we stream live on YouTube and Twitch and stuff. There you go. Um, you know, I've just realized something looking at the little animations that Jamie is a predictor of the future. Why is that? Because he obviously did this animation before I got my Oculus Quest. But that Correct. is pretty much what I look like most of the time these most days. Most of the time when you're playing games, yeah. Indeed. Indeed you do. Which is just, he obviously can tell the future. I think I need to verify that. Can we have some video footage of Stuart playing a VR um, game, maybe? Yeah, well, no one can see it on the YouTube channel, because that's still just full of snooker. Well, the thing is, on the YouTube channel, I couldn't publish it anyway, because... Why? It, it's got a license on, song, isn't it? Because he's got it a song. That, it doesn't we, matter. Fucking other people have posted that on YouTube. Without let, we're not other people, are we? Eligible. I've also not done it because I couldn't be Yeah, don't bothered. give me no bullshit. Just give us the real reason. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, that's the truth. You're just no going to be honest. No one gives a shit. Although we got a... So explain to me why I got a... Like a copyright infringement for Shatter Me, then. Because it's on the a song. When you did it. No, I get that. But then you must have uploaded it onto YouTube for to get the copyright infringement. No, no, we got we got a uh, copyright infringement on the. Is it the Chemical Brothers song? That no, 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 no. I got one 
because obviously I see those as well for Shatter Me, than when you just after you'd finished doing it. I don't so know. Well, didn't I so play the got... song? No, no. I think I did. No, this is just, just, anyway, just to let you know. This is really boring. Yeah, I've got a story. I'm just anyway. straight to your face. What you're saying right now is very boring. Yeah. Right. Story. So it's story Stories. time instead. My favorite time. Eight. It's story time. Story. Story, story time. I'll start. The Duchess and I went to a funeral because her father passed. So we went uh, this weekend to uh, New Jersey, where she's from. And we attended the funeral, and it was a beautiful funeral. And we ate at an awesome restaurant called The Maplewood. And I played zero video games on my trip. Uh, Yeah. And then I came back here, and I did a whole bunch of stuff. Because I have a book launch happening on Thursday. I'm dropping two books. What? That's right. Uh, Get down. Yeah. Come on, people. Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book. Books, plural, I should say. So, dude, what are your books about? What do we so got the to first one to? is called Cancel the Apocalypse. Here, I have it right here. I'll read you the subtitle. It's right here. Cancel the Apocalypse, Thoughts from an Anarchist, Afrocentric, Feminist, Nonviolent Revolutionary. And it's just a bunch of political essays, stuff that I think might be useful to my students and anybody who hasn't uh, spent a whole lot of time reading about politics and whatnot. It's kind of aimed at younger people, but I think it's got valuable stuff in it for everybody. A good friend of mine said that it was a... Uh, helpful document for aspiring and despairing activists uh so yeah that's uh, that's the first one that's the shorter one and then the second one's called class consciousness 10 things new teachers should know and veteran teachers should remember and it's uh full of wisdom from my uh, 20 years of teaching so it's about seven pages long ha! <laughs> it's a very it's a very thin book <laughs> yeah no it's actually a very thick book it came in at 286 pages so wow. yeah, have you really got 286 pages of words of wisdom? Apparently. <laughs> so you, so, well, you're telling us you have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. We need someone to be the judge of this. We need a teacher to read this and say if it's any good or not. It's got five pages of testimonials from people at the front of the book. Most of if it is only, about my teaching, not about the book. But exactly. If only we knew another teacher that could like assess this for us. Like John Mouse, John we're Mouse, talking to you. Instance. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We need to give him a copy. Yeah. And tell he get give, him. Wait, to tell give. Him what opinion. do you mean give? No, I said give. we need to get him a copy. We need to sell him a copy. Him. I'll buy him one for whatever, whatever. As long as someone Jesus pays Christ. me, I'm happy to do whatever. It'll be available on Thursday. Uh, Amazon UK, Indie Bound. If you're in the US, please buy through a local independent bookstore. And yeah, I'm real excited about that event. I did a radio interview today, and uh, yeah. The t- newspaper in Sun Prairie, where I teach, had a big, you know, half-page article about it with a color cover from the wow. teaching book. Is this, like, is this after you complained about them, like, you know, showing other people in the paper and not yourself? Well, that was the Madison newspapers. I didn't, I hadn't contacted the Sun Prairie papers at that point, but the Madison newspapers still have not done anything. And um, a, fr- a former student of mine apparently knows somebody who works for the National Public Radio outlet here in town. And he said, hey, can you do something about this? And the guy said, what are your books about? And I gave him a link to the Facebook event that explains what the books are about. And I haven't yeah. heard from him again. And he went, nah. Nah, I ain't doing this. If it was about, like, Donald Trump or politics, you'd be on to a winner. One of the books but- is about politics. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. you want juicy stuff, don't I love that sound. I'm going to make that a sound clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But- yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, that's what I have to say about books. Enough of so myself promotion. Somebody else. Chat. People in the chat. What up, chat? The chat. We're live. Uh, purple and orange dragon dragon says, Hey, Jenny, are you feeling better? I was uh, ill last Thursday. Therefore, I didn't play snooker oh, on the street. No, I know. And I was away. Um, just doing other stuff. We have Mint Safe, and he says, Sup, veterans. Sir. 500th episode was epic. Thank you. Was epic. Was epic in length, not in quality. It was very long. Yeah. yeah quality-wise. Well, it covered Darren, several generations and it went from place to place. Yeah. Darren, That's a hilarious Darren literary Sim. joke. <laughs> Darren yeah. Sim says, evening all. Andrew evening. Peacock says, come on, put some effort in. I think he's referring to your Beat Saber efforts. I put a lot of effort in, I'll have you know. I sweat a lot. Uh, being a long time since I caught you guys live. Still sounding great, says Bill Hustwaite. That's a good name. I like that. Hustwaite. It sounds like a farmer. Hey, have you seen Bill Hustwaite? Wait down the wit goes. Don't ever do that again. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I've got Very a bit offensive. of a story. Very Go ahead, Stu. Let's hear your story. I've got a bit of a story because I've been looking out for our friend Antonio for a, oh, yeah. quite a while now. Oh, man. I still trying haven't played Polybius. Trying to get him a cheap VR setup for his like, Ver- PC. Chirp. Yeah. Uh, because obviously he doesn't want to fork out for a quest because it's too expensive. He has PSVR, which is fine, but not great because you can't do any in a modding stuff and it's kind of a bit closed and they don't like any of that shit. So I've been on the lookout for him. And lo and behold, now this may or may not come to pass, but on Amazon, for some weird reason, in the second-hand HTC Vive section... There was a used, very good HTC Vive with obviously controllers and boxes for a hundred and forty-nine pounds. Dude, I'm not now, made of one hundred forty-nine pounds. No, they're not. Even second-hand, they usually go between four and five hundred. Now, what I think's happened here is that the people who've obviously put it on Amazon have, have put a one instead of a four. Is a bit of a typo problem going on here. Yeah, but, I'm often doing moment, that. I know, but at the moment he's bought it and it's on its way and should be arriving either today or tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. Specs. Because he might have got the bargain of the year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so thank you to, thanks to me. Well, uh, you know, obviously it still might not happen. Thanks to me. Thanks to me. Thanks me. to St- All praise hey, to Stuart. Hey. Um, he might be getting a very, very cheap HTC Vive. Or. A very nice pair of shoes. Instead, who knows what's going to be in the box when it arrives. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. I'll, I'll be so chuffed if he gets it for that, because that'd be just crazy. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. There you go, look. Me, helping out people. That's what I do. That's me. Charity. Bargain hunter. Bargain hunter charity. Stuart Thaler, bargain, That's bargain me. Like basements. That. That's it. Bargain hunter. Bar- like Dog the Bounty Hunter, Stu the Bargain <laughs> Hunter. The bargain hunter. Hello, anyway. welcome to Bargain Hunters. I'm going to find you a VR. Antonio here, from Somerset, or wherever the fuck he's from, uh, he wants a VR. I can't tell where he's from, because he keeps fucking moving around anyway. Know, anyway, yeah, Anthony, tell us about yeah. yourself. Well, I really want a VR. Shut the fuck up, Anthony, I've found one. <laughs> that's kind of how it happened. It's kind yeah. of how it happened. So there you go. There you go, that's my story. I haven't got anything else, that's it. 
Any stories? Any game stories? Join me next week when a family from Rouge wants to get a patio suite for half price. Yeah, Stu will be there. Uh, any stories, Ginny? Anything happen uh, this week? You'll get any more trees up? Uh, no. Nothing happened. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Stew's Bargain Hunter. That's it. I help That's a fifty-year-old man buy a switch that he didn't want. Tune in. Mind you, mind you, I got my uh, PlayStation Pro mega cheap, didn't I? Also, real estate. You require a three-bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Right, who's going first? Are we pretending to roll the dice? I don't know what. No, we are not. Chinny's going first. Go. Um, I have been playing a game on the Nintendo Switch, which Go on. is um, not Mario Maker. What? Are you sure? Not Mario. I have been playing a lot of Mario Maker. I know, yeah. That's why I'm uh, asking if you're sure. Uh, but it does have Mario in it. Oh. Now I was I was clicking around on the old Nintendo Switch, and I was I'm gonna click, I'm gonna click, and I went on the store and had a look, and then had a look in the area, the like Nintendo. It's kind of like the Xbox Gold area, but for Nintendo, and there wasn't a lot around. However, there was a game that had a free trial. You had oh. me at free. Free trial? See, Chini the bargain hunter. It's free. Tune in next week where we get Chini a free <laughs> trial. Free trial. Uh, and I played um, Mario Tennis Aces. Mm. Yeah. Mario <laughs> Tennis Aces. <laughs> and I have. That's my opinion on Mario. The, your noise there, Stu. Is, is, that, is that how good it was? Is my no my opinion before I played it. Uh, I wasn't really that bothered about it. Never had the desire to play it. Um, but Tara sort of said, um, you know, like, is there any games that we can play together? And I was like, oh, I'll try Mario uh, Tennis. And yeah, it's 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 really good. I was actually amazed at how good it was i was like wow there's like loads to do here um so there's a little story mode where luigi the massive prick uh has like so wario and waluigi you know the two pricks right they get this weird tennis racket right and apparently if you touch this tennis racket it fucks your shit up right that's the premise and then uh, like I think they're like zombie Waluigi and and Wario uh, are trying to get Mario to touch the racket. Like oh, join the zombie army, right? Join it, join the zombie army, Mario, you big twat. And Luigi, <laughs> yeah. I'm ad libbing a lot of this. Uh, Luigi uh, goes oh shiny like that and runs over to it like a fucking madman and touches it and he becomes fucked up. Oh. Um, I know. And then the story mode is the quest to save your brother Luigi uh, with your friends Donkey Kong and the weird toad thing that no one questions. Uh, And, you know, 
you do like little goals, little little games. Um, there's all sorts of different things, but also it comes with the standard, you know, local player, local sort of two player, local three player, local four player, uh, uh, online play. So you can play online. You can play co-op. There's a co-op mode. There's a co-op little. I don't know if it's a story mode or something, but there's a co-op thing that you can do. There's a lot there for a tennis game. I was very impressed. And uh, it's it's free on the Switch right now. If you've got to buy the you know the Nintendo thing. Oh what? So you can have a, have a free trial if you've got the Nintendo Online yearly bollocks thing. Correct. Ugh. Can't bother doing that. And it's yeah, it's twenty quid a year. It is expensive. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what? It's on a telly. I struggle now with games on a telly. What do you mean? Well, it's not in VR, man. So what's the point? Uh, it's not in VR though, is it? Is it in VR? It doesn't look like VR. I forgot that you uh, became a massive twat. So <laughs> I have. It's true. So I got that, and that has uh, one day and one hour left. Before oh, it's a timed time. one, is it? It's a timed one. So I think that's what they're doing on their Nintendo services. There, hey, they're like, hey, here's a, you know, Mario Tennis, which came out a year ago or so. <laughs> yeah. And, have a trial. You know, the more as well because I have to say, I'm tempted to get it. Ah, yeah, so it's worked. It's really good, though. It's re- it's a lot of fun. It's tennis, right? So it's a piece of piss. All right? Who doesn't know how to play tennis? And it's like it's simple enough for it to be fun. But there's uh, you can do like these fucking mad shots where you've got like a meter at the top, and the more you more sort of spin you put on the ball and stuff, you um you, you press like the right top button. And he'll jump up in the air and you can aim and you can win by knockout. So if you aim the ball at the tenni- other person's tennis racket, you can smash it up. You can yeah, fuck it up. Take that, other person's racket. Yeah, um, so I completely break the tennis racket. Yeah, yeah. So what, you just saw it then. Like Mario just did it on the screen there where he just absolutely smacked it. And if you reply, it'll do damage to your um, tennis racket. But if you absolutely like get it on nailed on, uh, you'll smash it, and you only have three rackets, so you can win by knockout as well. So that's another wow. tactic. But there's just loads yeah, of little. I tell you what, these freaking Nintendo people—they come up with some crazy ideas. They're just—they're just—they're all about polish, right? The, the game's just slick and polished, uh, and it's really fun. Um, all the characters are in it, you know. Like, uh... let me ask you a silly question here that I'm sure you're going to answer yes to. Okay. Okay. If you play this on your TV and take off your controllers, can you swing them around like a tennis racket, I'm guessing? I never tried that. I bet you can. I bet you there's a control scheme for that. I never tried that because, I, because as we all learned, motion controls are awful. Uh, well, you'd say that. The Wii sold probably more than any other console. <laughs> uh, not true. PlayStation 2. Well, so, yeah, and besides, lot. if it doesn't make it good just because it's popular, look at Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. No, that is true. That is uh, true. So yeah, you know, I, 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 I've been enjoying it. Me and Tara had a blast on it uh, last night and uh, played it quite a bit. Tara really liked it. Who's her um, go-to character? She loves Yoshi. In Mario Kart, she's a Yoshi kind uh-huh. of gal. Um, yeah, so you, there's little things in there where you, we started to learn where you can slow down time if you press the right thing but it takes your meter down um there's a supercharged thing there's a like a mad fancy flip so if the ball's really far away 
you can slow down time and then do this crazy mad flip towards it uh yeah there's loads of cool things that you can do uh so it's like it's kind of really simple on the surface but then just m- mad uh when you dig into it so now on the screen i'll, you tell, you, like, I'll tell you what you can tell the people who designed this game have either never watched Wimbledon or never been there because that grass is way too long. Really, well, Stuart? Talks. That's your complaint? Is that the grass well, is not is realistic, too long? man? It's, I'm looking at it. It's not realistic. Like, about minor there's, there's aesthetic courts. details. Uh, they've got like um, like a Mario Stadium court, and it's like on gr- proper grass or clay. There's lots of different courts and. Yeah, there's lots. And I've never seen man-eating plants in the middle of the court at Wimbledon either. That's true. I, you've that got true. me there. You've got I me there. Got you there. I have got uh, So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm guessing there's more. I haven't really dug deep into the single-player stuff, but there's probably more sort of gimmicks and stuff with the courses. But, I, yeah, I have to say, I'm really tempted. I thought I thought it was really, really good. Uh, and a lot of fun. So Mario Tennis Aces is an ace from me. You can't beat a good party game, can you? It is a good party game. Chew, if you and I played Mario Tennis yes. now, yeah. you would enjoy it. I bet like, I would. You, there's no, like, oh, oh, I don't know. No, you'd be like, no, this is good. This is a good tennis game. I enjoyed my time playing that tennis game. Yeah. Mario Tennis Aces for the Switch. It's a good tennis. game. Mario for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, Duke, who's next then? You decide who's yeah, going. Yeah, I'm next. You're next. Go. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, playing a lot of Rocket League, God, that game is filled with sour children. It is so pathetic. I've been not playing well, and so my rank's been slipping, so now I'm down in the gold, and if I make mistakes, the worst dear, part is dear, that... Dear, Duke. If I don't dear. play well, okay, I'm mad at myself. If my opponent, if my teammate doesn't play well, he gets mad at me. So I end up with two people mad at me, and nobody mad at my opponent, because I can't, <laughs> I, I have to let go of that anger toward my opponent, or I'll turn into my opponent. So it's just a really frustrating time right now. I don't yeah, have anything to say about it. a bit angry now, Duke, to be honest. Well, I'm trying to let go of my anger. You can't stop yourself from becoming angry. It's a natural human emotion. The question is, are you going to cling to your anger the way the sour children on Rocket League do? Or are you going to try to let go of it and move on? That's what I'm trying to do. So anyway, that's all I have to say about Rocket League this week. Uh, uh, can I, I ask you, before you do move on, while we're talking about Rocket League... For the record, League, I wanted the move on. Stu wants to talk I know, about it. Just, go ahead. I'm just... Just, no, but just, but just go ahead, ask your question. I just wanted to state that for the record. You, want to call it. you are not allowed to get um, mad at me for talking about Rocket League if you want to talk about Rocket League. No, I'm just going to... I was only going to ask Oh, my God, we could have moved on by now, children. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Stu, ask your question. Uh, well, how do you feel about the fact they're getting rid of loot boxes later this year? Fine. That's all I was going to ask. Fine. All right, uh, so then someone on uh, Reddit was mentioning <laughs> RuneScape. It comes up a lot on Reddit. People love RuneScape on Reddit. They will not yeah, shut up about RuneScape. And I was like, you know, I tried it once like five years ago, and I couldn't get into it. But I was like, I'm going to try it again. So I tried it again. And the combat is so wonky. There's a lot of depth in the game. That's that's the best thing about RuneScape. It's a very deep game. There's a lot of different mechanics. It's, um, you know, it's an old architecture, and it shows... But people don't play it for the graphics or the interface. They play it for the depth of, you know, all the skills that you can advance. And, you know, you make fires and you cook food on it and you chop down trees and you do this and you do that. And um, that's fine. The, the problem is that there are, like, precision puzzles. So I, they have this list of quests. 
And so I pick one right up near the top called Broken Ho- Broken Home. And I'm like, all right, let's see what this is about. So I go, here's what it is. It's this big mansion, and there's this ghost in the mansion. And you have to figure out what, what the ghost is doing and how to deal with it. It ended up taking me like an hour. It's so confusing. At, at a certain, you, you don't get to take any of your stuff in with you. You have to run around. At a certain point, the main hallway is filled with this pink light, so you're wounded every time you go into it. You can't really die. So is it? Is there no defense against the pink light? Is it not something no. you need or no. No. a talisman or no. something? Nope. Not in this quest. This quest is entirely self-contained, and the idea is you're supposed to just avoid the main hallway. But you can't. So what you do is you just get hurt a little bit, and then you run into another room, and there's these special rooms for saving in this house. Whatever. I got through it. I had to consult a walkthrough about two-thirds of the way through because I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. And I complained about it on the RuneScape forum on Reddit, and everybody goes... That quest is shit. Everybody hates it. I'm sorry you found it. The rest of the game is not like that. And I was like, all right, (laughs) whatever. The point is that there's a lot of good stuff in it, but there's a lot of wonky stuff in it too. And eventually I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go play Guild Wars 2 instead. Because same basic concept, much better combat. Graphics are good. UI is good. Plenty of stuff to do in Guild Wars 2. Uh, I might go back to RuneScape at some point, but for now, I think I'm done. Uh, I joined a you guild. Keep, you keep on trying these MMOs out, don't you, and sort of... Yeah, Guild Wars 2, I've dipping actually... Dipping in and out. Yeah, I've kept coming back to Guild Wars 2 because I'm now at level 70, and there's 80 total levels. So I'm going to max out my character, I think, which, apparently, that's when the end game starts, and that's what everybody's that's when always gets, talking about. That's when it gets good. That's when it gets good. That's stupid. I think that's idiotic that you have to wait After 80 levels. million yeah. hours of gameplay. Exactly. Going. So I started a, a... I joined a guild. I don't remember what it's called. It's got some weird Irish name. But um, they haven't yet approved me. And again, I was away for the weekend, so I don't know. But they have a Discord, and there's people talking on it, and they do events. But I was watching their event that they were doing, because they're live streaming it, and I'm just like, I don't have any idea what they're doing. <laughs> so the best thing about having a guild, though, is... You know, Guild Wars 2 stands out from other MMOs mostly, well, one of the ways it stands out is that it has these events that just show up from time to time. So you'll be wandering through the forest and suddenly you're face to face with this, you know, enormous spider and you can't kill it by yourself. It's just not possible. So you can call out to the map and say, hey, is anybody else around? You want to help me deal with the spider? Or the best thing about being in a guild is you can say, hey, guildmates, who wants to help me deal with the spider? Or who wants to do this dungeon with me? Or who wants to do this fractal? I have no idea what a fractal is, but it's a thing in Guild Wars. Fractal. Yeah. Fractal. So, you know, like I say, it's a really good game. And the nice thing about it is you can just sort of put it on, chill out. There's The map is enormous. There's a million things to do. And you can just sort of, you know, do the stuff on the map, PvE style, and not have to really interact with people. You can chat with them on the Discord if you want to, which is what I've been doing. Um... Yeah, it's nice and laid back. It's a nice counterpart to Rocket League. There you go. Hey, guildies, you want to hang out? Yeah, exactly. Go and kill some spiders hey, have with you done me. have a fractal yet? Yeah. Yeah, let's do a fractal together. <laughs> uh, Darren Sim in the chat says Black Desert is an MMO you know, that I fancy. You played that, haven't I you? I played that for like an hour, and there were so many different things on the screen. 
maybe the learning curve is high and I would like it if I stuck with it, but I just got to a point where I'm like, I can't figure out what all this shit on the screen. And that's the other thing. That's one of the things that really turned me off about the Elder Scrolls Online. We play Skyrim. You get out of the cave. You've snatched up a bunch of crap from dead people. You go to a town. You sell it. You use that money to buy a slightly better sword, right? That's the way Skyrim works. It's awesome. One of the problems with all these MMOs is they have like 10 different currencies. And so you can gather stuff off of corpses. It's not going to help you at all. You can get 20 gold. I have like, I don't know how much gold I have in Guild Wars 2, maybe 50 gold. That's not really going to help you a lot because the best stuff is with karma credit. Or you might need laurels to buy the better stuff. Let me guess. Do you have to pay real-world money for that stuff? Of course not. You can grind forever and get one. <laughs> oh, you can pay real-world money for that stuff. Yeah, so it's like, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I think what I'm doing with Guild Wars 2 is I'm trying to... I'm, like, committing to Guild Wars 2. Like, I'm going to learn how this goddamn game works. I'm going to figure out all of its different currencies, what people... And the other thing is... I know you don't want me to start complaining about everything I don't like about it, but I will. If you find you someone... You do you, Duke. Yeah. yeah, you just do you. Another thing... If you find someone willing to explain something in Guild Wars 2, they don't just say, okay, you're level 72, I recommend you get this sword from this vendor. Instead, they go, when Guild Wars 1 first came out, blah, blah, and they just go on and on and on. And then they're like, when you go to attack the big spider, don't just call for help on the map. Give people time to eat food and use their potions, and then you should give people a recommendation of which teleport spot to use. And all these, I'm like, okay, fine. Are you going to help me with the spider or not? I feel like being a teacher means I am very judgmental about how other people teach me. And a lot of the people in Guild Wars 2 uh, are shit at teaching other people. Have you you filled in the spider completion form? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I have filled it in. Have you filled it in? No, 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 no. That's the spider processing form, <laughs> not the completion form. You need exactly. to bring that one over and tell them. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> now, MMOs uh, are not for me, Duke. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 should let I, tried the, I tried the Marvel Online thing, and I was just like, nah, I don't get this. What the fuck is this? I looked at an MMO once. that's that's the end of that story you know the nicest thing about it is the social aspect and you know i played a little bit with gary lever one point from the gamesman was up um and he was very nice and fun to play with uh i just you know the, the the best thing is if you can have someone who starts around the same time as you and so that you level up together so that you go to these different areas and you're you know one person isn't knowing everything and doing everything and the other person's just sort of being dragged um, but that's hard to achieve. And the ni- again, another nice thing about Guild Wars 2 is it automatically drops you or raises you if you go to a level that's not your level, you know, an area that's not your level. So, you know, the area I was in earlier today is level 10, right? Well, my character's level 70. I could go in and just sneeze and kill everybody. But what the game does is it drops you to level like 12 or something. So that's pretty cool because it means that everybody gets to have fun and nobody's completely OP when they're doing missions in a different area. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Guild Wars 2. How do they make money? Um, they do an expansion pack. There's one called Heart of Thorns or something that's not free to play. 
uh, and a lot of microtransactions. Like the best stuff mm. you pay for with gems and gems you have to i think you have to buy gems you can't right and then like once in a while the other thing that i've been tempted but never done it because i don't really care that much i realize as soon as i get it i'm like oh i could eh, i don't care uh that's the problem with having a fickle heart but it's also a good thing in this case you get these uh the 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 trading post is called black lion trading post and every once in a while in you know, every five levels or something you might get a uh, black lion trading chest which is going to have pretty good loot in it and I, when I got my one recently, I was like, oh, yes, these are awesome. I can't oh, wait. I don't have a key to open it. Well, how do you get a key? Pay us $2 and you'll get a key. Yeah, you're going to buy a fucking key. Ah. And I was like, no, I'm not no doing it. Now, dude. I put it in my bank vault. And then like three days later, I stumbled upon a key. I don't remember how I got it. But I was like, oh, now I have a key and I have a chest. Oh, my God. And I got some cool loot for free. Have you filled out the key inserting <laughs> form? Yeah, it's right yeah. here. Yeah. I got it right here. It reminds me of... Uh, I, I made a video. I think it was one of the first videos I made on YouTube, right? Ooh. And it was from the One Up podcast. Ooh, that's and, right. I remember seeing this. And he talks about um, uh, basically like a, a, a San, San Andreas MMO that somebody had modded. Right. And I'm sure there's plenty of these for GTA Five. No, and it was basically like you to get into this server you have to fill out like this you'd have to take this exam right? right and then if you if you you have to behave everybody in this server is is a real person so somebody is driving the sweeping streets machine vehicle that's a real person if somebody's stopping at a red light that's a real person and yeah. you have to obey, obey the laws and it, even if you held a weapon out police would come get you and the police yeah, yeah they have real courtrooms real and people didn't yeah and you could go to jail and even yeah. if you held a dildo people would find that offensive <laughs> just <laughs> as they would in real life and it makes me think of that now in gta i would be up for that but only really to troll them uh <laughs> not to sort of endure it but i don't know i, I just when i look at guild wars 2 and any game like this, I struggle to see the fun in it for me. The combat seems bad and repetitive. The, 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 the They're often fantasy, which yeah. is a, an absolute no-no for me. You don't want a big uh, spider traveling with you as your pet? No. And, and also, <laughs> they're, they're, by nature, they just look really jank. Like the wolf that's been following this character that yeah. we've been watching has just been running into a wall for like half an hour. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's kind of jank. I mean, I I don't know what to say. For me, it's it is the combat. I think it's really polished in Guild Wars 2. It's a weird way of you know playing the game because it's the controls are different than most action games. Um, but I like it. It's relaxing. So yeah. there you yeah. go. All right, well, Stu, tell us about your VR bollocks. Hey, don't be so rude. Um, okay, so Rocket Fury is a game. Yes. Where you play table tennis on the Oculus Quest. I thought you talked about this. I have, but they have recently done a big update. Is uh, it really that big? It is. Yeah, they've completely remodeled. They've remodeled all the physics. They've added the simulation mode, which was already in, but was a bit janky. Okay. Uh, so they've actually done that. But I don't know whether I find it as fun 
in simulation mode because I can play table tennis, but I'm not amazing. And when <laughs> when you're playing simulation mode, it's like playing real table tennis. Right. So I'm a bit so like shit. so in 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 the normal mode, it would kind of it would kind of like help the, you along. A yeah, it give you a bit of steering wheels, let's say. Yeah, make you feel a bit like a god because you can, you know, even if you've not done the best shot, as long as it's in general direction, it'll land in the table. Yeah. Whereas with the simulation mode, it really is like simulation mode. Um, so I was playing some dude online, and there's this weird thing that people online seem to do. When you play multiplayer online, they seem to practice doing these freaking ridiculous serves. Okay. Where they either hit it really, really fast and hard and low, or they do like the the most amazing spin serves where it curves like a banana. And I'm like, is that just some sort of glitchy thing you've figured out how to do? Or are you in real life just a really good table tennis player? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and that's a problem because it's a video game, even though it feels realistic. And when you're serving, it feels realistic. When someone else is serving and like doing that crazy shit, you're like, is is that just some exploit you've figured out? Or is are you really just that good at table tennis? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it it's, a different, like me, it's a different game when it comes into VR mode. I mean, it's like Rocket League, right? Could you be that good at driving? Maybe. But it's it's just a different mechanism. Yeah. To, to me, Stu, it, I'm going to give you some advice that you gave Duke. Oh. Uh, I think it was... I think it might have been last week's show, actually. Uh, is uh, n- to not suck as much. That's probably yeah. true. It yeah. is probably true. Um, what they've also added, which I really, really like, they've added just like a normal gymnasium setting. Okay. So so it feels more real, because that's where we used to play at school, you know, in the gymnasium. That's where the table tennis table was set up. Yeah. So it's it's really quite... It's like almost takes you back in time to, you know, when I was at school and we used to play, you know, in sports and what have you. And we had the... we In our school, where I grew up, we, we had a lad who went on to be number one in Lancashire. Uh, table tennis and then went okay. on to play for england in the in the olympics and stuff right um and he was a really he was just a crazy player and obviously back in the day we used to play to 21 uh whereas this is only till we to 11 for whatever reason um and he used to give you a 20 start and still oh beat God. you that's how good he was he was just ridiculous um but yeah he went on to be a really good player i don't think he got mega high in england but he was he was really really good uh, so yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, but I don't know whether I prefer the arcade mode. But in in on the online, everyone wants to seem to play in the in the simulation mode rather than arcade mode. All right. So I just keep getting beaten. So I'll just accept it, I guess. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll get better at table tennis as a result, though. Maybe. Maybe. But maybe only when you're playing a legless robot will you get that. You see, I had this game initially for the Oculus Go because this was available on the Oculus Go. Yeah. But you couldn't serve properly because obviously you only had one controller, so it was like an auto-serve weird thing. It's like you used to throw the ball up with the same like hand as your paddle was in, which was a yeah. bit odd. And it just wasn't anywhere near as polished as this is. I mean, it does feel like you're playing table tennis. It's so weird. Hmm. It is very... This is, You know when you talk about being 
like engrossed in a VR game so much so you forget that it's not real. This, you forget this, where you are, yeah. Yeah, it kind of verges on that because it's, it's like he stood next to a table tennis table. It's very hard. It's very hard, but good. It is good, good but hard. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we're back over to you, Chini, I guess. That's right. Uh, okay, well, I've been playing uh, more Mario uh, Maker uh, 2, and I thought what would be good... I mean, I have had trouble making a level again. It is difficult. I can't seem to get the right level. Next together. week, he'll be like, I made six levels. We know how you I swing know, back and it's, forth. It's, it's, it's tricky. Uh, so what I decided to do was finish the story mode in Mario Maker because um, each level is like a bit of inspiration. So then I wanted to finish the story mode and then like just use it as a as a bit of a a tool to to get inspired so i've done that i finished the story mode so i've saved princess peach and i've rescued her uh, i've repaired her castle so what i'm showing you by the way at the moment on the stream is a very interesting level that i didn't make uh which is a calculator in mario maker 2 somebody hmm. has made a calculator wow now it's very strange it's probably one of the most weirdest things i've ever seen uh, but sure enough, you'll see on the stream, I'll describe what's happening as it's going. Mario gets on his little spiky hat, and then he has to pick a number. By picking a number, he has to basically bash the block above the number. So here, I think he picks the seven. And I say, there you go. He picks the seven. Then he picks another seven. This character does. Um, and I'll just speed the video up just for the purposes of the stream. And yeah, you know, that then... He has to go into another part. He has to decide whether to plus or minus it. So then he decides to plus it in this video. And then he goes all the way to the end. And it says, do not move when you go through the pipe. And then you go through this mad contraption. And you guys will be seeing it very, very soon. And you go on, like, pistons and shells fly past. And P-switches go. And like and presumably levers. these are doing all of the mechanical I'm guessing these are doing things. Do I, I think a lot of it, I've looked at it a few times now. I think some of it is to delay Mario. Yeah. So there's like a bits where they delay Mario for no reason. And then there's well, like it shells. seems like I no think reason to us, but it's probably got a reason. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the shells that are going around the level as you see them are the bits doing the work. Do you know what I mean? Doing the, yeah. the calculations. Uh, and then it picks Mario up and he puts him down and then another track picks him up and then another thing picks him up. And it's just insane. There's a uh, lot of stuff going on on this level here. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's crazy how, how they made it. And then eventually um, you get put across into an area and you get put on like a little, they call it a donut platform right. where you drop down. And here it is. It's coming up now. And then you get confronted with the number 18 and then bombs come in and then they actually uh blow up the little blocks where they need to and it reveals the number that you picked wow. and it's unbelievable that's it is the amount of time to figure out how to make those circuits and then to actually make them happen is i just can't imagine how long that must have taken the it commitment is commitment to it Probably one of the most impressive things I've seen in Mario Maker. It is amazing. It's on par with uh, the people who make computers in Minecraft. Yeah, and it's the same stuff. I know, it's very similar. In Little Big Planet, they made yeah. a calculator in Little Big Planet. But I think what blows my mind about this one is is that it's Mario. Yeah. 
Right, like right. it's a platform. This was never meant with, to go anywhere near this sort of thing. No, I mean, like with Little Big Planet, you kind of were shocked, but at the same time, you're like, well, you know, I can. There's so many tools know. in Little Big Planet; it's not too shocking. Exactly, and then if somebody, I'm sure somebody's done this in dreams, and I yeah. would not even looked at it, and 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 it doesn't surprise me if somebody's done it in dreams, but in yeah. Mario, it, like they're just using the mechanics of Mario World. There's right. nothing going on, right? right? They haven't hacked it or anything like that. They're just using the physics and the items of Mario World, and they have done it. And then the other fascinating level, which I'm clicking on right now, is a 3D uh, adventure game that somebody's made in Mario. So you remember those Mar- those adventure games where you've got like you you can go up and left and right. So if you look at the top left of the screen in this little Mario level, it looks like a 3D house. And then you can control Mario to go up, left, right, or down. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Wolfenstein 3D. Like Wolfenstein 3D or one of those old adventure books. And you, sure enough, play uh, this. You walk around this mansion, and it's a 3D uh, adventure game in Mario, which is insane. Insane. Um, I wish I was this clever. Because I watched, I was looking for inspiration. And then I found this and just got demotivated. I was right. like, "Oh fuck, there's no way uh, that I'm." Uh, this I'm is such get an this impressive game. accomplishment. I mean, both of them are. But yeah. then the question becomes: Are you ever going to really want to play this? Like, are you going to want to use the calculator? People, it's the type of thing that people look at. It's like Minecraft creations. People look at it and they go, "Man, that's awesome." All right, now what? Yeah. I think I think for me, it's all about, and I've heard a couple of podcasts mention this, it's all about making Mario-style levels. And I know that sounds right. a bit of a weird thing to say, no, but there's a lot of levels where they're auto-scrollers and you just, you don't do anything and you just, you just go through it and it's just all spectacle. There's a lot of really hard levels, which is really boring. There's really creative stuff like this, like the 3D adventure or the calculator. But I'm more interested in the the Mario ass Mario levels. I mean, the way and I think about it is like, is there something I could make that only I could make? You know what I mean? Like something that combines things that I love. I wonder if there's some way to incorporate, not make a snooker game, but incorporate some kind <laughs> of snookerism. I don't. Know, I, I wouldn't put it past. There's there's probably. I mean, I know somebody's made mini golf. Yeah. I know somebody's made. You know, so I could look at those. Right. And maybe make a snooker version of it. Just I never thought of that. But I know somebody's made mini golf. Yeah. I know. I haven't played it, but I know somebody's done it. And uh, yeah, you're right, Duke. I should stick to what I love and make a snooker game, and then. Or just uh, like a game that has a drone in it, or something. You know what I mean? Like something that's <laughs> you. Some some yeah. defining chinny element. Yeah, but it's 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 unbelievable. Uh, Mario Maker Two is is is. I was struggling with like games this year in terms of like actually getting around to playing some games. Right. But what would be my game of the year? And, and Resident Evil Two is probably like one of the best games I've played this year. Um, but Mario Maker Two is just he's just unbelievable what it can do. Um, and I've just finished the story, but I feel I've, in the story mode you build the castle, right? So you have to build peach's castle but there's a there's a hundred like levels and in true nintendo form you don't have to beat all the levels to 
finish the castle. So there's still... I'm playing these Mario Maker levels. Every Mario Maker level made by Nintendo in Mario Maker 2 is fucking brilliant. It's just brilliant. And they're all made in Mario Maker. Yeah. So it's like, this is what you could do. And you're just like, wow, how do they do this? How do they think of this stuff? It's just so... It kind of... It does demotivate you sometimes you're like i'm never gonna think of something this clever uh but i suppose you start from nothing and you know start with writer's block don't you and then uh, then build so I, I've, I've been struggling to i've got about three levels on the go and i've had a few people who listen to the show message me saying you know i've been playing them even antonio has been one of them and his little brother played them carl's been playing them and his son had a go on them uh and people have said like good level i followed you and you know what i mean so that because you can follow me you, if you find somebody who, who's making good levels you can follow them uh and basically every time they do a level you've got a new level to play on mario maker so it's just a never-ending stream so i found this guy and he's japanese and he just makes unbelievable levels and i follow him so every time he makes one i just play it. yeah you get like a notification to tell yeah. you do you you just get another notification. I think, I think there is something about the game where the more you're on it, the more likely someone's going to play your level. Because, and I know that sounds weird. No, that makes sense. When I'm on it, when I'm on the level, well, sorry, when I'm on the game, there's always, like, people, new people keep playing my game because it keeps notifying it. And the, when I put it down, I haven't put it, I haven't played it for a day or something, you can see the number and no one's played it. And you're like, I wonder if it like favors people that are playing it more, to to, you know, to because like, on the endless mode, the endless mode is the, um, you know, it's the it's the bit where like it just chucks any random level at, at the player, and it it will maybe pick one of yours. So I have no idea how many levels, uh, how many times my um, so I've got three levels up, and two of them I'm really proud of, but th- but one of them I'm not really massively hot on. Um, and I don't know how many times they've been played, but I don't know. I just think Mario Maker 2 is just is just an unbelievable game. Even this level that you're seeing on the screen now is a really early level, and it's way cleverer than anything that I've thought of, and it's just so frustrating. So imagine if, Duke, you read a book, and it's about the same topic that you were going to write about. Well, yeah. and then That's you, why working in pro- bookstores was so frustrating, because you'd re- look at stuff and you'd be like, Man, these things look so interesting. I'm never going to create anything this good. And then you look at what people are buying, and you're like, ah, people don't want to read the good stuff. They want to read garbage, and I'm not going to write that. Ah. Yeah. Also, uh, pig head like this bookie book. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's just crazy. So, uh, yeah. So I've had I've had on my levels, I've had 99 people play my very first level. But a bitch ain't oh. one. I've had 98 people playing my Chain Chomp Challenge, and but only 16 people playing my House of Boo, which I would say is my best level. So, uh, if you want my Mario Maker ID, uh, my little ID tag is uh, L80PP2VQF. That's me, right? So L80PP2VQF. Uh, and then you can see all my levels and give me a follow and uh, comment on my levels and blah 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 did you notice i was very quiet during your uh, talk of mario maker 2 i did now 
as you know, I'm not normally that quiet, but we because you're just... you're either reading something or doing something. If no, playing. no, we've just had the biggest downpour ever oh, here. Okay. It was unbelievable. Luckily, it stopped, but flip me. It would, you know, like it was that night when I put the when it was really bad and you could barely hear me. It was like that again. Luckily, I muted quickly. So there you go. So that's what that's what just happened. So there you did go. listen. I was listening, but not talking for no, once. That's fine. That's fine. I know. It's not like me at all. Uh, right, uh, Duke. Back over to you, I guess. All right, listen, people. Here's what's happening. Um. There's this game. There are two free games. The Epic Store keeps giving away games for free. If you don't go they to the do. Epic Game Store every once in a while and just get their free games, then you're a fool. Because they're decent you know, games, all usually. these people who are whinging about, I only go on Steam. It's a, all these exclusive bollocks. It's just like, fucking, it's just another fucking loader on your PC. Well, get I almost grip. forgot about Rebel Outlaw Renegade, whatever the hell the new one is, because it's an Epic exclusive. And I haven't. I was waiting for it to show up on Steam, but it's not going to show up on Steam. So I have to nope. go over to Epic. So I am annoyed by that. But on the other hand, they give us free games. So does it matter that much, though? Really? Yes. It I'm a busy does. man. I don't have time to go opening Blizzard's well, launcher and Origin and UPlay and Epic just to see what the deals are on each of those. The monopolies are good for one thing: convenience. I'm free games on Epic, though. You get loads of free games, man. That's what I'm saying. Free games are good. good. That's a good thing about not having monopolies. Anyway, the point is, they recently gave away two free games. One is This War of Mine, which, from what I hear, is very depressing. So I'm not trying to play that right now. Right, though. Yeah, but I'm not trying. The world's depressing already. I play games for an escape from reality. Um, And then they gave away one called Moonlighter. And... It was free on Epic, so the, the price is right. Uh, they recommend the hard difficulty, so I was like, all right, I'll put it on hard difficulty. Uh, it's combat on a grid, so that was a little frustrating at first. And the best way to describe it is kind of a bullet hell dungeon crawler. For those of you watching the stream can see that it sort of looks like the first Mario game because it's like top down and you're moving from you know room to room on a you know north, south, east, west grid. And, um, yeah, I had this, uh, you know, dungeon that I went into, and I just got overwhelmed. It was, they just destroyed me. And I said, you know what? I just want to say, fuck this game, I'm done. <laughs> and I quit. Wow. And that was the end of that. Or so I thought that was going to oh. be the end of that. Oh, hooked in. Up a minute. Yeah. But that's just part of the game because then you get dragged out of the dungeon and the wise old man says, you went in there by yourself without any weapons. What are you, stupid? And then they show you what you're supposed to do, which is go into the dungeon, get a few things, and leave the dungeon. Sell those things, get money, build up your store, build up your town, hire a blacksmith to make you better weapons, hire this woman to make potions and enchantments, cycle, repeat. So it's sort of Stardew Valley-ish in that you have a shop, you're selling the things that you get out of the dungeon, you go back into the dungeon, uh, you kill better things, you have better swords, you get better enchantments, rinse, repeat. And it's really good 
Like, when I got it, Ooh. I played it so much that I, like, looked up at one point. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten lunch. I'm starving. It's that. It, it was that kind of engrossing factor the first time I played it. That's um, pretty impressive, isn't it? It is pretty impressive. When you said when you said it was like top-down Mario, like you, I think you meant Zelda. top-down Zelda, Zelda, didn't you? Right. Like the first Zelda game. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the way the mazes look. You have a north yeah. exit and a south exit. Yes, it looks like Zelda. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. Hi. Cool. Sure. Cool. 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 Um, cool, cool, cool. And you know, in, in, so you have a shop, for instance, and this isn't the first game that had a shop where you're an adventurer and you sell things in your shop. But it, the shop mechanics are good because when people come into your shop, excuse me, I need a cough. Hello. 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 When, when people come into your, I said I needed a cough. I put myself I on you. You oh, act God. like that. You have no idea what I might have done in that moment when I needed to cough. <laughs> Anyway, here's the thing. When you come back to your shop after going in the dungeon, you have, let's say, you know, a broken dagger. All right, whatever. You put it out for sale. You can choose to sell it for one gold or 10,000 gold. And okay. you obviously want to have a good price. So I put it up for let I, I put it up for 100. And when people come in and they'll make one of like five faces will appear over their head when they look at your price. And you know if they're mad, you can tell it's too high. If they if they if their eyes light up with gold coins in their eyes, then it's too low. So you have to do kind of a trial and error thing where you get the best price. Uh, you know, it's it's just really well done. And what was was a hundred too much? Or? I don't remember. There's so many different things that you put out for sale. Um, yeah, I think it probably was too much. But then you get other things where a hundred is very low. So you're like, ooh, yeah. I can sell it for 200 next time. And eventually you yeah. find out it's like 2000 is the best price for that. I'm like, damn, that person really damn. got a steal when I sold it for 100 Damn. Wow. Um, one of the things that's frustrating is that, and this is not unique to this. There's other games that do this. You need both gold and materials in order to get better weapons. So you go to the blacksmith, and he says, yeah, I can make you a sword. You're going to need to give me 200 gold and the iron and wood. Motherfucker, you're running a store. Why don't you, if I went into Taco Bell and I was like, I'd like a taco, please. And they go, yeah, sure. That'll be $2 and bring me a taco shell and some ground beef and cheese and sour cream. No, God damn it. I'm paying you to make the thing. Why do I have to bring you the materials? Um, mm. But then I think that's a, a small criticism. There, dude. It is a small criticism, but I find it to be silly whenever they do that in a game. It's like you could you wouldn't last very long running a store in our world if you said, I'll make you that. But you have to bring me the stuff. Well, that's part of the grind, though, isn't I it, guess. with these games? But they did an interesting thing with the potion lady because she said, oh, yeah, I'll make that potion. Bring me three of these red jelly corpse things, and I'll make you a healing potion for 100 gold, or you pay me 200 gold, and I'll provide the materials. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing there. That's smart because you could make more money. See, or... she understands commerce. She right totally there. gets commerce. I like that lady. <laughs> It's a nice balance yeah, of the, the ingredients. Charge more cash. It's a really nice balance of the domestic activity and the combat. Like I said, Stardew Valley. You know, you're growing stuff. You're going into the dungeon. You're batting, fighting things. You go fishing. You have relationships. This game doesn't really have the relationships thing, which is fine. I don't really care. Um, but it's nice. You know, you fight things and then you take a break. You go into your store. You sell the things. You move the inventory around. Uh, you know, you buy an upgrade for the town. I don't know how big this game is. I mean, I've been fighting through the, uh, I guess it's called the Gollum dungeon, and there's like four other dungeons that I can go in after that. Uh, so I, I get the sense that there's some good depth here. And like I said, I got it for free, so 
you know, thumbs up. Oh, you can't complain if you're enjoying. I'm glad. Do you know what? I'm really pleased that you found a new game that you like, Duke. It's nice when you find a new game you like, isn't That's it? That's right. Unfortunately, I have which, six other new games that I haven't played that I've gotten various places. And, exactly. Uh, I'm too Talking busy playing of which, Rocket League this week. I have bought a new game. What the fuck? Oh, I, have bought a, I, have, I have bought a game on Steam Dude. that I'm actually quite shocked I don't have in my inventory. Is it VR? Yeah, now. Well, yes and no. Uh, it's always yes and no with you, <laughs> is the answer to that question. Because the game in question is the original Half-Life, which came out in 1998. I thought you said you yes. had a new game. It is new. It's new to my inventory on Steam. Oh, fuck's sake. I, never bought this I game. didn't realize that's how qualified. Now, I have played through this game twice before, it's fair to say. I played it originally in its original form on PC on discs back in the day before Steam was even a thing. Um, and then I've also played it more recently. When I say recently, it's probably about five years ago. Um when they did the Lambda sort of update where they made sort of Half-Life in the Half-Life 2 engine thing mod, uh, whatever that was called. So I played that. Now, there's another mod uh, which enables you to play it in VR. So you uh... have to... What's quite cool about this is you have to own the original game. So they're not piracing or anything here. You actually have to own the original game. Bollocks. And no, then there's cool. a little bit of work... <clears throat> There's a little bit of work to be done here because what you've got to do, you've got to go into the file system on your quest. You've got to create a whole new folder. Stop. Then you've got to... What? 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 Create a new wah, wah. file folder. It's less complicated to mod Skyrim, for Christ's sake. It, well, it's not that difficult. You've just got to copy a couple of folders That's across. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, that's your first PC. So you have to install it on your PC, then you copy all the contents of two folders into your quest. And then you download the mod from SideQuest, which is just as straightforward as clicking a button. And then you're away and you're playing Half-Life in VR. Dude, Half-Life in VR. Which is just weird, right? Because obviously all the textures are so flat when they're next to your face. Um, But it still kind of works. You're kind of in this VR world, like in the Half-Life world. The graphics don't have to be good for you to buy the world. (laughs) I know, I know, it's so funny. It is funny. I mean, actually physically pushing the trolley in, you're like, you know, obviously you're you're actually stood next to the trolley pushing it in. It's just weird. It's totally weird. And obviously, I don't know how it works. It's like some sort of voodoo. Because this game is so old, it shouldn't work in VR. But What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. It's just like, it shouldn't work. It's not that the the two don't don't match like it doesn't matter that it's old you can put any game in vr no no but to be fully immersed in a 3d environment you're actually inside of all these levels you know what i mean is when it was never designed to do that but it's but, but it's you still they still create a believable environment i know i know I graphically not but like no no what i'm saying is that that the person who's created this mod has it's a witch doctor. It's a freaking witch doctor to create this mod where you're actually inside of the Half-Life universe. It's just so weird. Uh, what he's also done, you'll see this now, when he picks up the crowbar, obviously he's had to mod all the controls so that it's like, you know, improper VR swinging around the crowbar. It's, yeah. it's, it's very clever. I'm just totally astounded that this dude 
has done this. And he's added laser pointer now on your weapons. So, like, your gun and your like, shotgun has a laser pointer on to make it a bit easier to aim. Does your crowbar so have a laser pointer? So he keeps on updating it as well. Does your crowbar have a laser pointer? No, you don't need one. Unplayable. Um, it, it does this weird thing, though, where every t- And he's got really... You know when you used to go between areas and it used to be like, loading, loading, loading. You know, and you used to have to wait for it to load up the next little section. Yeah. That's all totally gone. It's completely seamless. I should fucking think so. I yeah, really. Hey, news th- breaking news. Uh, game from 70 years ago doesn't have any loading yeah, yeah, screens in 2019. Whoa. Can we just clarify? This is playing on effectively a phone. Yes, the yeah. Phones are amazing now. It's an 1998. Holy crap, look. This phone can do things. Phone. Your phone is more powerful oh, than the hell. computers they used okay. to launch the satellite to the moon in the 60s. You sound look. so fucking old right now. <laughs> I am old. Look, look. And let's no, just say he's doing a good job, the lad. Yes, uh, but he does fine. They did a good job. The end. Minor bugs were, for some reason, but when he does do the load, even though it's just like a, it's literally like a, a second of a, you know, like a jitter, to show that the next bit's oh, loading. Oh well, fuck this guy! No, no, whoa. <laughs> Let me just explain. I if you fucking got, dare him, when you that. only have the crowbar. It, it, it detaches. It detaches from where it should be and ends up floating in space in front of you, which is. Oh, that's awful. awful. I hope. I know, and it's free. Me. Well, it's not free because you have to buy Half Life, but I actually paid seven quid. You know, if I'd have got this in a Steam sale, it'd have been about a pound. So I've had to pay seven pounds for this game. Awful. Um, but it's good. So I hope the good. man rots in hell. <laughs> I know. Fucking doing all that hard work for nothing. Have you saw the guy who made Spider-Man in VR? No. He made his own... No. No. Go on, then. He he made his own Spider-Man game in VR. For a laugh. For a fucking joke. Dude. These people are fucking... Like, the dude making a calculator in that. This dude doing this. And uh, it's had loads. It's one of the most downloaded mods off the side quest thing. Um. But... So cool, super cool. I now, just, just trying to find yeah. the guy who uh, he, he basically. I don't think they're doing it for a laugh. What he was doing is like, he's probably doing it because he's, you know, can this looking, be done? Can this be done? Can it, you know, yeah. looking for a like a job? But he talks about how, you know, like everything is interactive. Your body is fully modelled in the uh, in the game. Yeah, crazy stuff. So uh, I can't I, actually I, find I can it. see where this is going. It's just brilliant. There, there was another story this week, completely ungaming related. And oh, Duke's like, ah, VR, what of shit. Um, but they're using it. I love how I'm the only aid. one saying that. Yeah. They're, they're using it as a training aid for surgeons. Yes, right? that's cool. I'm on record as liking that sort of thing. I don't know why you're painting me as completely oh, negative. Dude, every stop it. Dude, oh, stop it. <laughs> progress. Right. Fuck VR uh, actually, and everything you could possibly do with it. Can I just say, can I just say though, uh, this surgeon thing, trainee surgeons, when they've assessed them compared to someone who hasn't done the VR training, the people who have are something like 50% more proficient. So what? Than I the hate people it. Who That's stupid. Why is that stupid? I don't know. I'm supposed to hate it, right? Yeah, you are supposed to hate it. Yeah, so there's, there's, I've got on the stream now this chap, and he's, I think he's a British chap, uh, and... He talks about how the arm uh, of your character model bends around physical objects. So you can tell this guy's a programmer because he's dead impressed by this. The game <laughs> that he's playing, 
um, has no sound effects. It has no sound. So right. when he's swinging around, he, you can hear him going, like that. All right? <laughs> no, he's noises. very adorable. He's a very charming guy. Uh, but, like, you know, he talks about how, like, your your hand can't go through solid objects. And the real cool moment in this video is, I mean, he's, yeah, he's swinging around and everything. It's really good. But you run by moving your arms. So if you walk uh, and you, you, and then he says if you look down, you can, your legs um, will, uh, like, you know, if you're in this tight spot, so he's in a tight, so in between two buildings that are really close together. If you, if you put your arms out, he'll slide down. Uh, and, and the friction of the hands will eventually slow you down. It's, so uh, it's crazy. I'm just amazed at what people are doing. I mean, I've not put this in my playing thing, but there's a, it's like space station, you know, like the Europe, like the International Space Station. Yeah. They've, they've put this, ex- it's totally free, totally free experience where you can just explore it. Sort of, it's, it's a proper graphical game. It's not a... It's not like video of it. It's, it's not like you photos or anything like no, that. No, no, no. It's just like a simulation of the space station. But they've put all the hand, you know, it's a virtual recreation. They put all the handholds in, yeah. and you can either propel yourself by just using the thumbsticks, or like astronauts do, you can pull yourself along using the handrails and stuff that are inside the spaceship, which just works. Yeah. You know, like physics, like the physics that they've they've got in there to make you propel yourself along just works like. If, like you're really in there it's just the weirdest sensation like pulling yourself around in the place in this place and i said the playstation then uh, pulling yourself around in this in the international space station it just works i can't it's believe it's all running so on. clever yeah, that's mad. so clever sound so like an old man i am but i'm i'm just I, I still go back and i know we say this all the time with with stuff but if i'd have given this headset to myself when i was eight or nine years old it would blow my mind do you know what i mean when you think what was available technology wise in the 80s compared to what there is now it's just freaking ridiculous yeah you know Tini, you're relatively young you know you didn't grow up in a world where there was literally nothing <laughs> there was like, oh, a world where there was literally nothing no, welcome to uncle grandpa stew's but description like the... of life before 2000 <laughs> there was literally nothing no, we used to I'm bang saying, on rocks all day technology like... and stuff chini was sort of just on the cusp of when stuff started to change weren't he when you were sort of say 12 13 years old i guess yeah but yeah i grew up on the snares and the the, the you know the nintendo like, I'm, i i'm the last generation that will remember what life was like before the internet yeah yeah it's just crazy i'm the last generation like, people my age anybody younger than me is like well, I, there's always been internet and I'm like, yeah what are you talking about what the fuck what you <laughs> can you imagine a world without internet I remember like when there was no internet so like and that's the same with TV and stuff but like I don't know I, I've, I've just I'm just trying to embrace change as much as possible uh, because if you don't then you turn old and then I don't want to be old I want to be forever young um, I agree forever I totally agree. young or like Duke that old fuddy duddy who's like VR you can stick it yes yeah uh, yeah. Uh, uh have you two got any more games to talk about? Uh, I bought a game on the Switch. Um, uh, and I wanted to know if you guys have heard of it. Oh. Uh, right. I feel like Stu, you would have heard of it. I may or may not have. Skyrim? Or well, I bought Street Fighter thirtieth anniversary collection. I know you've heard of that. Yes. I have heard of that. I but I bought a game called The Way. 
I feel like I've played it. Never heard of what it. What is it? Uh, it's a, I think it's like a another world inspired 2D platformer game. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just heard of it. Then. So it's it's pixel graphics. It's um, uh, it, yeah. It's it looks like another world basically. Or what's what's the American version of that game? Um, Beyond Hells. out of this world. Out of, out of this world. Yes. Yeah. So um. It looks like that. I mean, it, it animates really well. It's award-winning, uh, and it was 89p uh, on the Switch. So it, it had a 90% um, uh, discount. Like, you know, it was like ridiculous, and it was like 90, 89p or something. And I was just like, well, it's award-winning. It's got a really good Metacritic score, and it's 89p. And I love Another World back in the day, so I decided to get it. Um but the, yeah, I think it's kind of like a uh, sort of a platformer, but it, it looks cool. I, I just, but I wondered. Uh, I haven't played it yet, so. I, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I wondered if you'd played it, Stu. No, I, it looks familiar, but I don't think. No, I definitely haven't played it. Looks cool though. It does look cool. It looks a lot like what was that game we played, Duke, where you were swinging around? And you were like a spy. It looks. Uh, like it reminds uh, me of that quite a lot. Where you uh, could smash through windows and stuff. Oh, uh, Gunpoint. Gunpoint. Yeah, it looks a little bit like Gunpoint. Yeah, it does. I mm. agree. Yeah. Uh, so I bought that the way. Uh, I don't know how much about it, but that's it for me. Very okay. good. Um, I'm just going to talk about one more thing, which oh, isn't man, a game. Oh, man, I thought ready to move on. Shit. Which isn't <laughs> a game, but everybody who owns a VR headset should play or experience. Um, and it's called Notes on Blindness. Okay. And basically, in the 1950s, a guy recorded audio tape of himself describing how it was to be blind hmm. so describing what he could hear if he was in the park what he could like hear and what he was imagining was the and what was just background noise really is quite an interesting thing and what they've done is then make it into like a visualization of what he's describing using these really cool ultra bright graphics cool that look and he's so so clever and it lasts probably it doesn't last a whole long time probably about 20 minutes i guess the whole experience yeah and there's there's three different audio tapes that he recorded of himself and he basically just puts those to these like two images for you to visualize while he's talking and it sounds really weird but it works really really well and it's so slick cool. you know what they've managed to do is really really slick so, and he's free so if you have a Quest or a Go or a Vive or a, or a Rift or any of these platforms, I, I'm a, as far as I'm aware, it's on everything. Uh, and it's free. So just download it, give it a go, because it's, it's kind of a, a you know eye-opening and makes you think about what it would be like to be blind. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. You know, I quite like stuff like that. Um, right, before we move on to the news news... I have actually got some podcast news. <gasps> podcast news. News about the podcast. Here's news Stu. about the podcast. Uh, yeah, the news is uh, to celebrate 500 shows, I finally got around to putting us on Spotify. So we're now on Spotify as well. <laughs> so if you if you want to listen you know, via Spotify, you can do. You know how you're listening to us now? Well, imagine it was different. Which it won't be. It's Which just it won't be. Platform. But it, it, won't be, be it might be more convenient. If it is, let us know yeah. that you appreciate the move to Spotify. Whoever's listening to this, if you change to Spotify, tell us why. 
Tell us that it's yeah. a good we thing. We haven't moved, by the way. We're on. We're still on everything. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if the person chooses to listen to us on Spotify, tell us why. Yeah. We're just on an uh, additional platform now. Yeah. Um, and I've got some other news, can I just say? And the other news is we. I have also set up a thing called Chartable for us. And Do you really need this... to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, this is this fascinating. What are you talking about? And People are loving tracks. this. It tracks where you are on iTunes, like all over the world. That's that's vanity, Stu. Yeah, and we're just stay, to, stay modest, Stu. Just to let you know, uh, we're oh, ranked. He's not hearing it, is he? Shut up. We're ranked number twelve in Nicaragua. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah. that's our. That's because we got bots. The world. Right. Okay. Moving on. In <laughs> Nicaragua. Who knew? Um, Putting news first. Yeah. Is there any news this week? I don't know. Uh, I don't think there is. Okay, I mean, now it's time for email. Uh, email! Oh, that ruled. Yes, it did. Uh, so, yeah, emails this week, if we can get them to come up. There you go. For some reason, they weren't having it then. Uh, yes, we've got our first email this week is from Sean Anderson. Sean Anderson, that's my dog. That's your dog. And he says this. He says, I got a current-gen console. What yeah. the fuck? I know. What, never, like a PS2? No. No, really is current-gen. Are you ready for this? I don't know, am I? Dear veteran gamers, it happened. For the first time ever in my life, I purchased purchased a a current-gen console. I am now the proud owner of an Oculus Quest. VR bullshit doesn't count as a current-gen console. Next. Correct. No, he didn't say that, really. What he actually said was, I am now the proud owner of a Switch. Cool, you can play Skyrim. And the Mario Maker 2. Yeah, boy, motherfucker. (laughs) Which means I can finally kind of engage with some of the games you lot are talking about on the show. Yeah, baby, yeah. I look forward to playing some of Chini's levels and send you some levels of my own. My current goal is to make a side-scrolling replica of Mist Island. Dude. I see, see that's what I'm talking about. But again, I mean, yeah, that's cool. It's neat. It's fun to look at. You look at it and you're like, I could just play Mist. Like, it's... Uh, you wanna... Shush. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Uh, got any game recommendations for me? Yes, Ape Out. Skyrim. Yeah. On, on the Switch. Golf Story. Golf Story. Yeah, Golf Story's great. Uh, I don't know what else I've Mario Odyssey. League. Yeah, Mario. Rocket League. Like Mario. Mario Kart. Mario, Mario Kart, of course. Good. Rocket League. Um, the Street Rocket Park League Park. is probably on there. It is mm-hmm. definitely on there. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. about it. I'll keep you that's busy it. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep you busy. Uh, thank you. Good night. Much love. Thank you. Sure. Good night. Much love. Uh, Sean. P.S. Uh, we're doing weekly videos on my YouTube channel now. So you should subscribe. Also, my dream is to include all three of you in future videos at some point. I, I've said to Thank you, goodnight, much love. One day I'm going to be in one of those fucking videos. There's, yeah. a, there's a Sean does really cool sketches on his YouTube channel. And there's one sketch, and I think I have told Sean about this, and it made me laugh so much 
that I constant. I think I watch it once a month. This sketch. Does it keep you happy? Does it? It just makes me laugh so much. And Sean's not in it. And I think I asked him about it, and he said, "Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like have much to say about it. It was his uh, his mates that sort of wrote it and stuff." But it just—it's just so funny. And it's the—it's called complicated chess, uh, and it's just so funny. Uh, I love it. I just think it's great. I wish I—I I wish I was in that one, um, or a sequel to that one. But yeah, I've said to Sean, one day I'm going to be in those videos. You're going to be in. I'm going to do it. Uh, he says, by the way, my username is 16mman. I right. left a weird alien thumbs up picture on Chini's first level. The chase for lives. Ah, yeah. I could not make that jump and collect the lives. Good level, uh, though, Chin. You can make the lives. Just keep can't. going. Just can't do it. You made it too hard for him. Nah, that's that's my that's my first level. That was like an easy. That's not hard. You're fine. It's getting too hard. Okay, next email is from someone new. I think Ooh, called new wall wall lucky 71 all right oh war i like lucky. oh wait i was thinking of war lucky 71 70 yeah yeah, yeah. that one makes all the difference 72 has, yeah, yeah war right. lucky 70, 70 now i knew who man. he was yeah, yeah. i just I figured I mean, i'm sure war luck 71 is fine but I was I was really looking forward to an email from Warlock seventy. <laughs> yeah, he's Warlock. Lucky, Warlocky. No, right. no, Warlock seventy four. His, his emails are fucking. There crazy. is no seventy four. You're thinking of seventy three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, go on. He says this. Hi guys. Hi. I don't think he actually talks like that, but anyway. Hi. Congratulations on five hundred episodes. <laughs> Thank um, you. Oh. I've been been listening to the podcast since 2012 and it's still great. Thank you, thank you. He's going to stop listening for some reason. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I have a question for Stu about VR. Oh, crap. This is a good time for me to get more water. I love you, we're lucky. Um, He says, anyway, I'm thinking of getting an Oculus, but not sure which I should get. The Rift S sounds good with power of the PC behind it, but it's wired. The Oculus Quest looks cool and is wireless, but I want to play the PC games like Fallout and Skyrim and Doom. Yeah, Doom's terrible, by the way. I played that. It's not good. I played it on Vive. It, it's, yeah, didn't like it at all. Um, I believe PC VR games can be used with the Quest somehow. As you tried this, and how does it perform? Right, okay, 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 right, okay. Right, you're listening. Get your listening ears on. Right, okay, here's here's the lowdown. Here's the there fucking are, big dick lowdown, here's right? Okay, here's the situation. My parents went away for a week's vacation. I haven't tried this because my PC isn't powerful enough to do it because you still got to go. have here a PC go. powerful enough to do it. But here we go. I have looked at this a lot. I've looked at this a lot. Uh, there are a few. There are a few various ways that you can achieve playing Steam VR games on your Oculus Quest. Here we go. Here comes the good stuff. The easiest of which is by using an app called Virtual Desktop. Say what? Which Virtual Desktop, which you can download in the Quest Store, but the version in the Quest Store did have a way of doing it, and then Oculus went, "Yeah, I don't think we're going to let you do that." So you'll have to. It. You'll have to fucking undo that update you did that made it able to do that shit because we don't want people playing Steam games on here. We want them to buy shit. 
so they undid it. But if you use SideQuest, you can still like download and install the modded version of it, which which has that ability on it. Now, different people have different experiences. From what Stu, I've read can I, and can seen... Can I stop you there? Sorry. You can. Sorry about that. I'm so what, sorry what? to disturb you. What? What? You lost me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So basically, there's an app on the Oculus Quest called Virtual Desktop. Right. And with and what it basically does is streams your desktop PC to your Quest so you can use it like your PC. Right. Right, but within that... Surely that won't fucking launch games very well. Well, it doesn't, wow. it doesn't. A lot of it depends on how it's good always your, does it. It does it with you, isn't it? It depends how good your internet is. If you've got a really good internet with, like, massive download and upload speeds, it works pretty well. Oh. If your internet is a bit, meh, Wank. it doesn't work as well. Um, and then there's a couple. There's a ARVR or something like that, or AVLVR or something. There's a, quite a few other ways of doing it. There's about three different ways you can do it. There's about three different ways you can do it. You can do it. Now, some of them are better than others. The easiest, by what I can gather, is AMD graphics cards have an inbuilt ability to do this. So you don't actually have to install anything from what I can gather. You can use this shadow thing that's built into AMD. Oh, DJ Shadow? Uh, graphics cards. I don't know. Some weird thing. And everybody's saying how amazing it works. He doesn't know. Heard... He doesn't know if it's a DJ or a thing. I don't. Yeah, I well, do DJ, know DJ Shadow, shadow has is... nothing to do I with this DJ thing you're talking shadow. about. DJ Shadow is a great DJ. He is a great DJ. Does some really cool scratching. Yes. Yes, he does. But anyway, <laughs> what does your soul does, look like? There's varying reports on how well it works. So you've just got to, I guess, take the plunge. My advice is this: the Oculus Rift S is very good from by all accounts, but most people are saying it's not that much of an upgrade from the last version of the Oculus. Yeah, Rift I did apart. hear that. I did yeah. hear that in the work kitchen area. Apart from the fact that it's got the inbuilt positioning thing, but pretty much everything else hasn't changed that much to the last version. Mm. Whereas the Quest is wireless. I don't know how much I can bang on about this, but it's it's just portable. Take it no, to your wireless mates. means no wires, Stu. Correct. Right. You can take it wherever the hell you like. If it's dull enough, there's no sun outside, you can just go and play in your garden. Play hey, wherever what? you want. What the fuck? I know, exactly. Uh, my advice is that I would go for the Quest, I think. You know, even though it's not as powerful, there's tons of stuff coming on there all the time. Like, SideQuest keeps bringing stuff to it. There's a new game coming out this month that looks amazing. They've also updated it so it works with this thing called Vulcan, which is this new way of, of optimizing graphics and CPU usage on, on Android devices, which, again, is improving what can be achieved on the Quest. So... I'm not too concerned, to be honest. I think a lot of stuff's going to start getting ported across once that's enabled and people start using it. It's meant to make it so much easier to port PC games to the Quest. So I think a lot more stuff's going to be They'll just fucking release Oh, dude, they should port Half-Life to the Quest. I know. That would just be amazing. Uh, but there, that's my advice. I haven't tried it, cause I, so I can't speak from experience. I can only tell you what I've seen. You know, other people saying on Reddit and whatever, because I look a lot on the Reddit forums on stuff like that, because I'm always looking at Reddit for Quest stuff. So, yeah. 
There you go. That would be my advice. Have a look. Do some of your own research. Yeah, do your own fucking research. Don't be like my show. Trying to get free shit. <laughs> no, no, Why are you no. listening to this show no, no, for no, research? No, no, no. Two shoot. Tell him to fuck off. <laughs> but I love my quest. That's what all do we I look like? I have played on a five. I have played on Oculus. But the fact that you you're free of wires just makes such a difference. It really does. I, I can't. You can't stress like, it overstate how good that is. Just having no wires attached to you and still get a pretty impressive performance. Did you understate it? No, I overstate. It. I could. I can't overstate it enough. But could you understate it? I'm not really now because I love it too much. Uh, okay, next email tonight is off Derek's hands. <laughs> so thank you very much, Warlocky. By the way, thank you very much for that. Thank you very much for. Your I feel email. I feel important now, having to having given you some advice. Uh, yes, Derek says this mission highly improbable. Greetings, veteran gamers. Hello. Greetings. Your mission today, should you choose to accept it, involves nothing less than life, the universe, and everything. R.I.P. Douglas Adams. Uh, I've been watching lots of videos on that the YouTube channel about how the universe may have begun. The Big Bang Theory and all that cosmic jazz. Yeah. The so-called scientific explanation sounds so unlikely and outlandish that the old God created the Earth in six days story just doesn't sound so strange anymore. Okay. Also, the Matrix theory that we live in some kind of computer simulation seems just as likely as the theories put forward by the scientific community. So just for a bit of non-religious fun, can you come up with a combined veteran gamer's explanation as to how it all began? In the beginning, there was Skyrim, the most awesome game ever made, and then... Here's oh, God, we got to carry on. Here's where one of you fills in the next part. Do we, oh, no. this, like, I didn't realize this was like a make-your-own-adventure game. No, I was already right thinking of my version of Yeah, I was. I was thinking Skyrim. I was thinking, we live in a... We, we, okay. It, the year so is going to be serious now. The, be serious. the year is 36XX, all right? Okay. okay and yeah. Rockstar is the greatest developer that has ever lived, and they've made GTA 74. Um, and because they couldn't top themselves anymore, uh, they decided to create reality, and everybody, it was so good, it was like another GTA, but it was all real. It was like the uh, next level realism, and Rockstar created it, and that's what we're living in. Brilliant. Well, I think actually it all started with a cosmic looking being who was stirring at a mountain in the distance that he had to get to. So he started out on his journey to get to that the mountain. And then when he finally did, it started over again. And that's how the universe works. So, okay, so every, there you go. Now we know. Exactly. Every so many millions and millions of years, it just all starts again. There you go. That sounds like a whack game. It does. It's terrible. And it's like just desert and stuff. I don't know. It's a bit weird. That's awful. Yeah, it floats about and things. Uh, and that was quite interesting because I hadn't read this next bit of the email. I'm assuming you you may have read it, Chini, but you may not have done. Uh, no. No, and we know Duke definitely hasn't read it. Hell but in no. brackets, he's put referencing video games for extra kudos. <laughs> oh, we all did. And you, but, well, I knew, so I referenced them. But you two didn't. You just did it. Uh, the crazy well, we're, we're, out on a, there. we're on a video game podcast. I know, I know. That's what uh, we're all about. Crazier, 
the crazier morale there, the explanation, the better, which I think Chinny's was probably about yeah. as out there as it gets. Definitely Chinny's. Rockstar's version of the world. I yeah. might as well win this. I never win the quiz. I think you've definitely won this. Uh, um, yeah, you're scientifically curious, Derek. So thank you for that. Derek. Suck it, suck it. I'm a, I, I'm a, I am big into uh, science and uh, astronomy and stuff. I, uh, I actually do like the computer simulation theory. Yeah, I, do, I, don't, I don't mind that theory. Uh, it, it's just what worries me of late is that it's become popular not to believe the general, <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, but the Big Bang itself is what what is, what started the Big Bang. I know, I know. Right, that's I a know. different that's question, a though. That's a different question. That's a different question. My question is, it has become popular to question what has been scientifically proven yeah and not yeah, just question it because questioning is fine but to like dispute it and insist that it's false that's it's like the, part that the earth is flat or I'm it's like, flat bullshit and as soon as like, as soon as you pull someone's card as soon as you try to say what the fuck are you talking about everyone's like oh, i was just joking you know what we don't need more people saying things they don't actually believe can we actually have a conversation where people say what they believe and not just like i'm gonna get points on the internet for being weird and annoying fuck you well, that's what we do no uh, i say what i believe but like you know i think you know there's so many things to fight for right in life and yeah exactly to to fight for a flat earth is such a waste of energy uh preach it's just it's just so like oh my god i mean it is amusing like don't get me wrong i watched that documentary on netflix and it is clear that that guy basically believes in a flat earth because he's found a woman that is slightly attractive that (laughs) likes him and has put him so much in the friend zone uh, that it's flat, right? That, it, but like, she, she, you know, she kind of like, oh, it's like a brother to me, and he's just so into it. And uh, I don't know, it's just a funny documentary, but it's kind of like, look at all this energy. And I saw this talk. I think it's in that documentary. This guy, uh, and he's, you know, a scientist, and they, they, uh, they all meet up these scientists at this like bar or whatever. And he says like, the, the flat earthers are failed scientists, which is a really interesting way of putting it, mm. because they're they're wasting their because they're curious. Yeah, souls, no, you're right. right? Yeah, you could be doing good things with that energy. It's like yeah. there was some I don't remember what it was, but there was some 4chan brigade that went after uh, some famous person. I want to say Joseph Gordon Levitt, but I don't know if it was him. Someone put up like a flag somewhere that was like the white supremacist. Oh, that was uh Oh, fucking hell. What's his name? Charlie Buff. Charlie Buff, right. And they were like they they were tracking satellite imagery across with like yeah. plane charts, and I mean, I get it. You're, no one can hide anything from you. You're on. Um, you're you. You know. You have the power to track down anything anywhere. Fine. Use that power for good. Like you could actually achieve something decent in the world if you set that energy toward trying to fight poverty or something. You're wasting your lives, people. You see, my, the, there is a theory that's growing traction. Um, I'm not so sure whether you're aware of this, but there's a theory that it's... We're all that, in VR. No, no, that the, that the universe is a hologram. 
I've heard I've heard about the it's simulation. A version, it's a version of the simulation theory. It kind mm. of no, but they say it could be a hologram projected onto a sphere. Right, and a hologram would be a simulation. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I guess I don't know. It's uh, so. Like, I don't know. I just. <laughs> no, I don't that's know the thing. A lot all. of times when I'm people advocate for these theories, it's because they're kind of neat. And that's the yeah. end of it. Yeah, I, it's the, kind of neat. Is, right. The, 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 like, uh, people. I'm an atheist, right? I, I'm, 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 I'm not. Like, I, you know, I don't care what people believe and stuff. You know, believe what you want to believe. I'm an atheist. I would fucking love if there was a heaven. That'd be well, great. Yeah. I signed me up playing tennis with Shakespeare. Probably be quite hard to get to. Um, but you know, like I love all that stuff. But the thing is, I think the more we start to learn about the planet where we live in the universe, the more boring it becomes. Because I mean, there is fascinating things out there. I mean, we took a photograph of a, of a black hole. There's supernovas closer than we thought there were. Uh, it, there's, there's crazy stuff out there, and it is fascinating. But it's scientifically fascinating. It's, it's scientific, not, but the, the it's other not issue sexy is, fascinating. It's, it's not, not as sexy as like hologram fascinating. The the chances of there being another civilization that we might ever meet is very very minute. Yeah, it's, it's because and, of just the vastness of the universe. It's, it just makes it. I mean, like it's probably out there. You know, if you did the maths, it's possible. It's, but it's, it's probably likely that there's something out there. Uh, maybe them podcasting and, it and making could be we are the only planet in the whole universe where life has evolved like Arthur this. C. Clarke once said that either we're alone in the universe yeah. or we're not alone in the universe and both of those are equally as scary and yeah they true. are yeah I think it's scary to think that this is the only planet in the whole universe where someone. I see. I don't. I see. I don't buy that. They they even look at like Earth like universe, uh, like Earth like planets. Uh, and there's fucking loads of them. There's fucking loads of planets that look like Earth with water on them, with fucking Minecraft on them. I don't know. There's, there's, there's loads. There's fucking, there's fucking loads. There's loads. There's probably somewhere on a fucking planet somewhere playing VR, just moaning about shit. Yeah, you just like, got the red plugged in. I refuse to believe that we're alone, but like, it, you know, the likelihood of us like crossing paths is very short. Yeah. It uh, is. Yeah. But hey. Chances are very, very slim. Anyway, but, 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 but like a hologram universe is, is sexy, isn't it? So when I say that, you know, Matrix, Matrix, but ah, real, that's that's cool. That's like cool as fuck. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'd love that shit, but I don't think it's true. Yeah, that the universe is just a hologram on a sphere. But it's actually All right, what's next? Uh, yeah, the next one is from Kev Westermann. The Earth is flat. And he says, <laughs> what's up, game What's up? Mm. Hope, hope I find you all well. How was your weekend? Didn't know oh, you found me. Just, yeah, good stuff. Wet. I mean, aside from the funeral, but yeah, yeah, it's not good. Uh, he says, "Mine, well, apart from breaking our lassie's left Joy-Con trying to change Oof. the shell, which Oops. I did see on Twitter." Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, not the best thing to be doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, even if I'm seventy pounds down replacing it. Uh, Stu, Duke, did you get around to playing Dragon Quest Builders? No, nope. probably. I want not. to, but I haven't. I'm not sure it's my kind of game, but do you know what? I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Um, if not, it's definitely one you should pick up. Stu, uh, you should also have a look at Fire Emblem Three Houses. I know I have been. Everybody's banging on about that. I know I've been eyeing it up. I have been eyeing it up, but I'm not. I just you know uh, what? 
You not playing VR has kind of relieved the stress of you playing these whack-ass games. I know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not playing anything. I, do you know what? I look at my PS4 and then I look at the Quest and I'm like, yeah, i stick my Quest on. It's just weird. It's crazy. Uh, knowing you're a Persona fan, yeah, I know. I know. Everyone's banging on. It might be good. Uh, well, well, veterans, in case you haven't looked outside, it very much looks like summer is coming to a close. This, in mm. turn, brings us closer to the end of 2019. Mm. Part one, Stu, Duke, and Chinny, what are your top three game releases of this year so Look. far? Jan 1st to August 10th, 2019. I, I haven't been keeping track. You did, weirdly. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Resident Evil 2, and Mario Maker 2, both two games. Yeah, you know, I've not got three. It's a, it's a struggle three, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I can think of it. Uh, I've got two that I'm enjoying this year so far. One isn't finished yet, so I'm waiting for the to the end of that, which I think is December, the last part, which is Life is Strange Season 2, uh, which I'm really enjoying. So that's that's up there potentially as a game of the year. Um, along with Resident Evil 2, I'm with Ginny on this. I thought that was phenomenal. I loved it. Brilliant game. The games that I should have really liked this year, like Metro Exodus, for instance, I was a bit disappointed with. Terrible game. It's not terrible. It just wasn't terrible game. Just wasn't great. <laughs> terrible. Uh, but I'm struggling for three as well because you know everyone was, you know, I don't know. I, I can't think of another game this year that I played apart from Beat Saber, and that kind of doesn't count. Doesn't count. It came out on the Quest this year, but it's been out since 2017 or something. So terrible. Doesn't count. Yeah. Amazing game. Amazing game. But you know, don't count. I heard uh, Hitler like Duke, what about you? Far Cry New Dawn, The Division 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Golf Club 2019. I'm trying to wow, think. Oh, two's got three. Yeah, but those are the only I've three games I think year. I can think of that I've played this year. Insurgency Sandstorm came out right at the end of last year, so that doesn't count. Uh, I can't think of any others. Uh he says, mine are, number one, Fire Emblem Three Houses, number two, The Division Two, and number three, Dragon Quest Builders Two. Yeah. Part two. Do you think any of your three worthy of Game of the Year noms? Probably just Resident Evil 2, what I've said, for me. So. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, both of mine are... And pos- possibly Life is Strange. It depends how it plays out in the last two parts. Yeah. So, let's see. see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, Part three, what games are left this year that you're excited for? That's a struggle as well. Um, let's have a look. Rogue, uh, Galaxy, Rogue Galaxy Outlaw. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Oh, yeah, it is. I think the, is it the Outer Worlds? Yeah, is that, no, I don't think that's coming out until next year, though, is it? No, that's this year. Are you sure? I don't think that's this year. I think you're wrong. Man, Gears of War 5, I guess. Gears of War. Call of Duty looks good. Yes, Call of Duty. Blair Witch looks okay. Oh, yeah, that looks alright. Actually, I do quite like the look of that. I think that might be quite interesting. Phoenix Point. Phoenix Point, Phoenix Point, Phoenix Mm, Point. What's that about? No idea. Uh, Shemu 3. You're just reading off a list now, aren't you? (laughs) Well, yeah. What else did you think I was getting this list? Okay. Shenmue 3. You know what? I really want that to be good, but I just... It won't be good. It won't be good. It's going to be wank. I'm going to spoil that for you now. (laughs) It's just going to be a load of It will be bad. Apparently there is a Ghost Recon game coming out called Breakpoint. Yeah, it's going to be in a whole, like, 
made-up universe, isn't it? Uh-huh. It's good. not going to be in the real. It's not going to have a real-world setting. All uh, right. Oh yeah, because weird. because yeah, because I don't know because controversy. Shit. No, because um, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands got in a lot of trouble for that. Uh, and you know what Ubisoft's like? They're very safe. Yeah, so very they, safe. Yeah, very safe company. So. Uh, well, I've got That'd three games that actually I haven't picked off a list because I've, I'm actually waiting for these to come out. Okay. Um, the first one's The Dark Pictures and Man of Medan. What? Right. Which is by Supermassive Games. Okay, sure it is. Yes, it is. Who did... Uh, what did they do? They did the uh, Until Dawn. What did they do? Until Dawn. Until oh, no Dawn way. on PlayStation 4. Hey, what did they do? Until Mace. Dawn. Uh, and then they've been doing a, quite a lot of VR stuff. So they've been doing some stuff which I haven't obviously been playing because they're all on PSVR. Uh, the only one I played, they did an Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which was an on-rails shooter in like a weird funhouse thing. You know what I'm surprised about, Stu? What? That you haven't played the what? fucking detective game what detective game judgment Judge. i have played it i played oh, it for about you? an hour oh right sorry i played it for about an hour and i'm like no nah, this I isn't vr fucking, a fucking beat saber man what's what's this wow uh yeah i have i have got it i've played it for about an hour uh but what's cool about man of medan okay is there's three ways to play the game right so you can play it on your own so you can complete the story as a single player. You can do movie night mode, which I'm going to play with Millie, where you and up to four friends will play the story together on the couch, each controlling a different character in the story. Or you can do it like two-player online co-op. Okay. So I think it's looking really cool. So it's very much like Until Dawn. You know, it's sort of scary things set on an abandoned ship. Weird shit's going down. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking really looking forward to that. Uh, second one's control. Uh, control, the new remedy game. These are both coming out this month, by the way. Mm, so this month, the get game. ready, people. Uh, control looks pretty cool. I don't yeah, know what it does, to think. Does look good, yeah. It looks pretty cool, man. I'm liking all these weird people hanging from the ceiling, weird shit going down. Yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping for big things from Control. And big thing. there's been mention of an Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Which would be freaking amazing. Yeah, they because they bought the rights back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of a lot of rumors that they might actually consider making a follow-up to Alan Wake, which I'd love them to do. Because I love that game. Uh, but yeah, control's looking pretty good, so that's another one. And then and this is gonna be a bit controversial here controversial okay. but I'm still intrigued by Death Stranding uh, <laughs> I know it looks weird and I've no idea what the hell is going on a lot of people <laughs> are intrigued by that but I'm intrigued. I have I'm no idea intrigued. what the hell's going on and it's all weird but I'm going to buy it on day one I'm not necessarily going to buy it day one but I am I am going to look at it closely shall we say yeah you'll buy it day two maybe day two yeah maybe day we'll see what the we'll see what the reviews say first Oh, yeah. they'll fucking love it. Don't worry about that. No, and also what other people are saying. I'm, I just... uh, everybody will love it. Everybody will love it. <laughs> and if anybody buys it day one, then what are they going to say about it? This is too weird for me. No, 
I don't know, understand anything about it, but it's an intriguing new. They it tried it's something Steve different. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, what's next? Uh, no, you do. What have you got? Wait, anything you're looking forward to apart from Rogue Galaxy Outlaw? Anything else? Rogue Galaxy Outlaw. He introduces okay. the X. Okay, then. Okay. Um, anyway, he says his are Iron Man PSVR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And The Witcher 3 on the Switch. <sighs> Ooh, damn. Witcher 3 on the Switch. Okay, chaps. Hope that gives you something to chat about for like 10 minutes. Have a good week. More like 15 Kevin minutes. Mike drops, turns, and walks off stage. P.S. Happy 500. You can't really drop the mic and, and then have a P.S. The idea of dropping the mic is it's the end of the conversation. You can't be like, what? Oh, by the way, good job on the 500 episode. I did mention it to Chini on Instagram. I won't take it personally. Ha ha. Maybe take it personally. Time. We Look, don't like you. We told you how to get on. You just need to send me a bloody, like, a friend request on Skype and then I got you on, Kev. Yeah. We couldn't have said that too bad. many times. We couldn't have said it too Chini's many times. Chini's fault. Don't, Chini's don't contact fault. Chini, you shit. Chini's yeah, fault. Chini, contact me. That's correct. And then I'd have got you sorted out. That is accurate. That is very accurate. Uh, and that's it for emails, but we do have a quiz because Jay sent his quiz on the sky. Who sent me speak pipe? Speak It's the way to leave a no, message no, it's for crap. us. So, so it's, so no, it's no. a speak pipe quiz. Speak pipe quiz. It's time for the quiz. It's time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. All right, people, here we go. Everybody ready? Yeah, this is going to be terrible, by the okay. way. We won't be able to remember any of this. Yeah, okay. so this is from Jay, and uh, he sent us a quiz. Welcome right. to the quiz of veteran gamers' bollocks of yesteryear. Yes. Quiz time, motherfucker. Because time is limited, let's get straight to the questions. Question one. What was the date that Veteran Gamers Episode 1 was released? Uh, oh, uh, January, January 2010, probably about the uh, 5th or 6th of January. <laughs> sure, let's say that. <laughs> no clue. A, December oh. the 31st, 2009. No. No. B, January 15th, 2010. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. C, February the 1st. Yeah, January. We're all working together. It's B. And the answer I'm, was... I'm going to December 31st, you know. He was. I'm going December 31st. I think it was December Fuck 31st, yeah. 2009. Well, let's hear what the answer is. Did you wrongness. Well, we'll see. Hey, January 15th, 2010. Oh, there you go. Well done, Chidi. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought A was... Yeah, it was, yeah, was the December one. What the it hell is wrong January. with you, dude? It was question two. All right, well, here's question two, which will also be all fucked up. What <laughs> was the first sentence uttered by Chinny? The preceding wow. accent is extremely poor and should not be considered humorous by anyone. Was it A? All we do is change the name. B? It feels exactly the same. Or C? I'm about to burp. It was B. It was B. I'm pretty it sure it was definitely right. B. Let's find out. And the answer is... Uh, it feels exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, what did we say? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> two for two, baby. Is the first sentence uttered by Duke? Is it A? Woo! 
first show, yeah! B? It's show number one, we're having fun! Or C, go veteran! I don't think I started doing the rhyming thing until later, so I'm pretty sure it's not B. I think it's A. I think it's A. I think it's A as well. (laughs) That accent's terrible, I'm sorry. And the answer is... Ah, and that speak pipe cuts out right there. Ah, I see what you did there. That's pretty clever. All right, let me hurry up and pull up the next one. We can get the answer. Everyone's waiting for it. Ooh! Yeah, first show, yeah! It was uh, We were right, it was A. Nice. Question four. What is the first sentence of bollocks that Stu says? (laughs) Is it... A. We're going to have loads of changes, new features, and, you know, stuff going on. B. I'm the daddy, and as everyone knows, I'm the sexy one out of the three. Or C. In the future, I will become a god of VR. My moves will make the straightest homophobic men wet. (laughs) Um, I love Jay. Yeah, we love you, Jay. I thought it was Stu talking there. Because uh, uh, then I followed up with like, yeah, we're not going to have any of that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to go for A. It was A. And the answer is... What do you mean there's going to be loads of changes, lots of new features, and, you know, stuff going on, and yeah. And that's it stuff for going part on. one of the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear. Or whatever the title I gave, I gave before, so I, I can't remember. Anyway, I look forward to hearing the answers and to see who actually won, because I have no idea, because this is in the past now. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Yay. I love Jay. He's so he funny. Cool. He's funny. We like yeah, Jay good stuff, Jay. Appreciate that. Yeah, well, we'll look forward to next week's, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it a weekly show? I'm assuming so, because I think he's got more stuff to come. He's got more questions for us. Oh, fuck. <laughs> indeed indeed he do uh thank you jay that was great i love that i like it very entertaining jay it was it was it made me laugh um right time for some shout outs i guess and get the hell out of here it's time for a shout out hey so we'll go with Chitty. Chitty. Uh, sh- shout out to uh um the the simulation that we're living in uh yeah so all hail the simulation. I'm Rockstar uh, for creating it. Yeah, I'm Rockstar for creating it. Uh, standard stuff. Shout out to Stuart Fowler, uh, Eric Piotrowski. What? Um, that's about it, really. Shout out to my brother, who's on the overseas connection, like every episode now. Chin, chin, chin. So I don't know what's up with that. Um. Yeah, that's about it, really. I don't have anything in particular. And shout out to everybody at the Plasma Mario levels. Yeah, yay, yay, yay. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Shout out to Jay for taking the time to create a quiz and obviously keep that shit coming. Because that's that's great stuff right there. That is. Uh, so thank you, thank you, Jay. Keep them coming, man. We we like quizzes. We like a quiz. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to everybody else who's contributed to this week's show, all the emailers, people who do stuff and take the time out of their busy schedules and lives to send us shit. So thank you very much for that. And obviously to Duke, a new chitty, of course, as always. And that's it. Go, Duke. Yeah. Um, I will shout out uh, Amar, 
because he sent me this really cool link about Bart Gets an Elephant and how it's a t- uh, story for our time. And Pilch uh, made a fun poem about making poetry. And I will shout out uh, Red Man Van because he knows why. And uh, just looking at my Twitter feed to see who to thank. Everybody who listens and everybody who gets in touch with us. Uh, Veteran Gamers UK is our Twitter group. I'm at Duke Scath. And uh, Chinny's at what? The real Chinny? No, that's my brother. Oh, you're at Chinny 19. Wow. You've known me for 10 years. It's always on the thing. I don't have to. It starts filling it in. I don't have to know it. And you've known my brother like a year. <laughs> yeah, but he's the cool one. He is the cool one. He's a real chin. No, well, I brought Chinny my dad on. Just... Jesus oh, no, no, your dad's the real, real chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the real chin. Right. The real, so anyway, real. thanks to everybody who gets in touch. And um, yeah, thanks to everybody who sends speak pipes. Send more speak pipes. We want yeah, to hear from you. And thanks to everybody who was on the show last week, episode 500, and everyone giving yeah, us cool. nice messages about our show. We're glad to provide some entertainment. Oh, we by love the way, all we of can you. actually say we have completed 500 shows because we had to wait till this week. To well, say now we've completed 501. Yeah. yeah. And here's Just, what I really yeah. think about our fans. All the kids in Springfield are SOBs. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, I guess. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Done. Outro, outro song. It's been a while. The end of the show. You fucking prince. Turn the podcast off. Oh, wait, you don't need to do that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast? You won't grateful for <laughs> So there you go. Fart remix. Okay, guys, good show, good show. Good yeah. Another 10K coming from that episode. Well done. Yeah, yeah. How is the income going, by the way, on YouTube? Oh, you got it has taken a dip. Oh, uh, it has oh, taken a bit of I have hit YouTube rock bottom. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. What's happened to you? Well, no, I think getting banned right? for white supremacy is probably YouTube rock bottom. Yeah, uh, that's pretty bottom. But, uh... <laughs> Not making regular videos because work has been a nightmare. He's pretty close. This needs to be your work. Think how much money you'd make off that if you didn't have to give it to There is nothing more important than the I can't make any money from that. You can't make anything (laughs) off that, can you? Especially if we're not forgetting... Not unless you mute the sound. Yeah, if we're getting notices about song infringements. I'm going to spoil to you how many views we'll get on that. Uh Uh-oh. Get thousands, thousands, telling you thousands. People will fucking lap that shit up. Lap it up, they will. They don't want to see that fucking boring snooker. They want me swinging shit round. No, no, no. I've got to frame it in a way. I've got to edit it in a way that's funnier. (laughs) What it is. Okay. I'm gonna put it together. It won't just be the raw video. Oh, I'm sure it won't. Something else. Okay. Funny. Right, okay. 501, it's all done!